Welcome to the City of Heroes podcast, a resource for the casual Heroes gamer. Your hosts, Shooch and Viv, are here to explain basic and advanced features of COH, as well as give tips and answer your questions about this great MMO. Wow, that intro was really loud, it seemed like to me. Sorry about that. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I am Chooch, and I am joined in the uh, voice-only form by my lovely wife, Viv. Y'all. I was waiting to make sure your voice was coming through in the audio. Cool. <laughs> Sorry for the <laughs> that pause there. Helps. Right? <laughs> Welcome to the City of Heroes podcast. This is episode 55 it's kind of a continuation, like last week uh, ended up getting split in half, so it's kind of like a two-parter. And um, we've got, so last week we talked about um, all of the uh, travel pools, the pool powers, and the changes that Homecoming made. They made really significant changes last April <clears throat> to how those work and stack and stuff. So we covered all that, and then this week we're going to talk about all of the different quick travel options in the game. There's like the trains, there's different teleports, there's submarines, there's ferries, there's all, all that stuff. We're going to cover all that stuff. Uh, but first, we're going to cover news. And you want to take on the news, baby? I do. I'd also like to welcome everybody to our chat. I see Trauma Train Rich is there. <sighs> Yes, you can. Has more COH now. Yes, you can. Has. <laughs> Timberwolf. Hey, how's it going? Heck yeah. Time for the episode on public transportation. That's right. <laughs> this is how you get around. Mm -hmm. Things have changed a little bit since uh, since live servers. Homecoming has given us, they've granted us many, many options on quick travel so that we don't have to be like hobbits footing all over the zones again. <laughs> but for the news, there's not a whole heck of a lot. <clears throat> Number one, our Twitch channel, Chooch and Viv, reached the affiliate status. And I'd like to thank everybody so much for that. Uh, we got here exponentially faster than my own account. And um, hey, Kyle, welcome, welcome. It says, oh, hey, Choochie and Vivi. Bopper COH, hey, hey, how about it? How you doing? Quick note about last COH podcast. You read notes about travel changes not applying to PVP. That was true in page two. But the recent page three updates proliferated those travel changes to PvP. Oh. That's exciting. Yeah, thanks for that. Notes. <clears throat> very important. Very, very important. The PvP community is small, but we love them. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, uh, a few episodes ago, I apologize that we don't cover PvP as much because we don't really do it. <laughs> and so I don't really see that much news about it. So thank you for bringing that. Absolutely. Um, let's see. So uh, with the affiliate status, it's mainly just administrative stuff for us. But we do have things like channel point emotes have opened up. That's really, I'll be honest, that's kind of like why we were really into it. We love the emotes. Uh, you can, um, you can of course, obviously subscribe now and that'll unlock even more emotes. Well, that'll unlock our emotes for you. You can't use them. Uh, right now, we've got how many in there? There's two? only three. Yeah. Three. We just did yeah, a, our 8-bit heart. Our 8-bit heart. We've got our heart on. <laughs> oh, my God, Rich. 
much. You just, oh, thank you so much. Three month subscription. Thank you. Thanks. You're the best, Rich. And so, of course, Trauma Train Rich is someone that is our kind of go-to guy. We've gamed with him on live servers. We gamed with him on the homecoming server once it opened. <laughs> we dragged him to Twitch with you guys. And he does his own fun stream stuff. And I hope you guys will give him a follow if you're not already. Because he's just... I don't want to trigger Smoof here if Smoof's listening, but he's the bee's knees. <laughs> Smoof has opinions about bee's knees, y'all. <laughs> but thank you, everybody, for coming. But yeah, as we, uh, we're we still trying to pick emotes and stuff, it's like such a personal thing. Harder than I would have thought. Oh, no, mm -hmm. Smoof is here. No, he heard me. <laughs> Busted. Busted. Smoof. <laughs> I... The only reason that phrase was even fresh in my mind is because of listening to your <laughs> dream before. <laughs> that was so funny. Check out Smoof if you haven't already. He he streams uh, City of Heroes <laughs> and also other, just a bunch of fun games. And and like I say about Taxi, it's just always a fun stream. You have really fun conversations there, like about <laughs> these knees and such. Uh, but back to back to why we're here. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we uh, if and on the subject of emotes, are there any emotes that you'd like to suggest to us? I did a search and couldn't find any for nubbles. I don't even know what those look like, you guys. <laughs> I've got an but, idea. Um, oh lord, I bet you. Do. <laughs> so we're gonna go to the patch notes then, because Chuchu is about to get naughty. So let's see. On January fourth, we actually did have a uh, during the server reboot. On January fourth, we did have some patches. Uh, general, uh, let's see, thermal defenders have been hard at work melting the snow in Atlas Park, meaning, you know, you know what that means, right? You guys know what that means. And <laughs> super packs no longer drop XP boosters instead of experienced. For geometry, fixed bar tap, LOD at distance, that has been broken for a long time. Fixed bar taps being sunk too low on maps and supergroup bases. This fix is transparent to anyone who left the bar taps alone in their bases. If you moved or added any after the page 3 release, you will unfortunately have to reposition them again. We do apologize for this issue. And I can hear the SG designer folks just screaming right now. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Daisy. Um, powers, she probably already fixed it. Let's see. Powers fixed missing visual effects for the holiday event version of the Snowball Temp Power. Yeah, that's, that would have been disappointing. Emote fixed <laughs> issues with EMDD Coffee, EMDD Coffee 2, emote visuals on mail and huge. Um, they now require the same badge as the donuts. Properly require the same badge as the donuts. Females should no longer attempt to douse their foreheads with enrich. enrich. <laughs> should. I like that. Should no longer attempt. <laughs> to do. It should work, but that's what we call, you know fixing a house fell on the sandwich and she will no longer be turning sandwiches invisible <laughs> that's cute <laughs> those invisible sandwiches just are not as satisfying right and the quick chat emote menu emotes which were unlocked but still displaying as locked on the quick chat menu have been enabled and there's a list <clears throat> yeah, um, I've got it on screen. It's it's substantial. It's so, substantial. Yeah. We're not going to even. Didn't seem to make sense Chuchu's to read right it. To not have included that. <laughs> <laughs> Some emotes were intentionally locked. Have now been unlocked. 
some emotes were intentionally locked have had their unlock requirements changed. Some emotes, which were extra flare versions of existing emotes, remain locked, find simple rewards, and will remain locked. The new version of Mids Reborn has no ETA, but announced that it will bring back Level Up mode. Does that include the announcement that they made this week? Um, I don't know that I saw because yeah, that was I put that in earlier this week, so I don't know that I saw any Ooh, new announcements. And it, says, it was based um, on their Discord announcement channel. But go ahead. Yeah, on January 5th, they posted, uh, I'm happy to announce that Level Up mode is back. Don't worry, the current modes are still there as well. Level Up mode will be available in the upcoming release, which addresses a whole host of issues. And I, my, the link doesn't work to it. I can go to this oh, no. thingy. Let's see if that'll work. Nope. Well, wow. <laughs> I'm not Thank really you for the subscribe, Smooth. Oh, thank you, Smooth. <laughs> Invoke. In spite of me invoking the bee's knees, I just don't even know if we deserve that. I feel hmm, a little special. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, Bopper COH oh, says yes. Train. Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Metalios is putting that back in the level up mode. We have a few other fixes for mids on the way as well. Fantastic. Looking forward to it. As someone that is using... Um, mids extensively for the first time i'm really glad to hear that i feel like as soon as i start, started trying to use mids it just this broke and that broke and and all of that now it's just coming back stronger than ever it seems let's see so let's see that and of course there's not really much else going on i looked at some other servers and didn't see anything uh to report on so i'll just finish up with uh, uh the homecoming weekly strike forces currently are the Tin Mage Mark II, which is level 50, plus the Alpha slot open, Alpha Strike Apex, uh, level 50 plus Alpha, and Dr. Quarterfield, level 40 to 45. <clears throat> of course, these change on January 10th, and then it'll be Synapse, Saramore, and Silver Mantis. So, just for your planning pleasure. Cool. And that's pretty much it, baby. All right. Let's move on to our main topic, the quick travel options. And uh, first, actually, is a compliment to the travel pool powers we talked about. Um, and there are prestige and temp powers available at the pay to win <clears throat> or the transact for victory. Um, <laughs> and those include um, under flight prestige powers, there's a flying carpet. Uh, one of my favorites, the Void Skiff, which is a little semi-translucent disc, um, the Rocket Board. There's the Jump Pack, the Steam Pack, and the Raptor Pack, um, which are temp powers. And then for running, there's Athletic Run, Beast Run, and Ninja Run, which are nice little uh, boosts, jumping boosts, and uh, they look cool, I think. There's the Coyote and Panther that actually turn you into a Coyote or a Panther, and they've got super quick runs and high jumps. And there's the Prestige Sprints, which are all the different ways to do like rainbow trails and you know, all those different uh, whooshy effects. And then under the Teleportation Pools, um, there's Assemble the Team, which we love and we use all the time. Brings the entire team to you. Um, I can't remember how long the cooldown is. I probably should have wrote that down. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's 
it's fairly long. You know, it's like 10 minutes or 15 or something. There's the base transporter that'll transport you directly to your base or another base. You can you can punch in a code or you can do go to a uh, a team member's base if they have that open. There's the mission teleporter and the team transport. So we call them the selfish transport and the TT. Um, <laughs> and they also have fairly long cooldowns, but as long as you know, like uh, two or three people on your team has a TT, they're pretty much available in between missions whenever you need them. And there is the Pocket D VIP pass that will teleport you directly to Pocket D. Um, so yeah, so those are all available at pay to win for various amounts of money. The most uh, expensive is like the, the team transport is what, uh, 10, mil, 10 million? Uh, some of them are free or super cheap. The flying carpet, boy skips, and all those. The Raptor packs, the steam packs are free. So it's a big range of things that um, before you get those those uh, pool powers. And some people actually bypass pool powers altogether and just use these temps and uh, yeah. Um, yeah, save uh, for those uh, save those slots for other things, other uh, yeah. offensive or defensive things. And then uh, in the world is the public transport. Cooler Than You is here in front of the train. Uh, I think pretty much everybody should be familiar with the trains. The Paragon City Monorail. So it attaches Atlas Park, Kings Row, Steel Canyon, Skyway City, Talos Island, Independence Port, Croatoa, Brickstown, and Founders Falls. Um, I'm going to put all of these in like lists in the the show notes. But... um, (laughs) <laughs> so basically, if you are in any of those zones, you can hit up the monorail and travel to any of the other zones uh, very quickly with just a single click. Thank you for the subscribe, Dithok. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks, Dithok. Welcome. There, Happy Saturday. How are you doing? Yeah. Sorry. There is um, The villains are very familiar with their fairies, the Rogue Island fairies. Um, that connects pretty much every every place. You've got Mercy Island. There's two different ferry uh, locations in Port Oaks, two in Capo Diablo, uh, Sharkhead Isle, Nerva Archipelago, St. Marshall, and Granville. The, those ferries connect all of those. Paragon City actually has uh, one ferry that connects Talos Island and Peregrine Island. So there's a quick travel between those two points. We've got... Um, Sorry. Um, uh, Jumping back to on the rogue side, on the villain side, as well as the ferries, there's also the black helicopters. And the black helicopters also connect, uh, I think, every point. Yeah, Mercy, Port Oaks, Capo, Cap, Sharkhead, Nerva, St. Marshall, and Granville. So you've got two options depending on what's kind of closer to you to get to any of those other places. Jumping powers activate. Um, <laughs> one that some people may not really see very often. Oh, that's kind of far, isn't it? Sorry. Is the smuggler ship. The uh, smuggler ship connects Independence Port, Talos Island, and Striga. Whoop. Which can be pretty handy. You got anything hopping in the chat while I'm jumping? Oh, um, <clears throat> sorry. Well, technically, we are just giggling and subscribing and doing uh, emotes. 
Um, I would like to demonstrate to explain that this coned emote that I just oh. put in the chat <laughs> is our dear and darling golden retriever Kaylee when she was wearing a cone. <laughs> Could not resist. <laughs> oh yeah. Cone. That love one, I don't know what happened with that. We're gonna have to get something a little Yeah, I think it was I'm a sure. default. Yeah, because I, I appreciate sure. that you left it there thinking that I put it in there, but I did not. <laughs> the heart does it all. Where's the <laughs> cone of shame costume piece? I love it. <laughs> That's something we need to know. That's right. Right? Cold. <laughs> so, yeah, um, just we're all kind of giggling over the subscribe button. And, and, you know, the first, is it the first 10, I believe, subscribers get the founders? I believe it's 10, right? Can, is it first 10? Yeah. So Rich Rich wants to be wants to be clear that he is the first first. Though. Right? <laughs> the firstest. He's the first first. He's the most firstest of all the firsts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for the support. It just means so much. So there's the window for the smuggler ship. And uh yeah, as I said, it connects Independence Port, Talos Island, and Striga. Striga. And there's the ferry that uh the Paragon Ferry that just connects the two islands, Talos and, uh, hmm. yeah, Talos and Peregrine. Sorry. Yeah. And then there is also the tunnel system, which, oh man, why did I just do that? I just traveled all this way over here in the tunnel. It was right next to it. Anyways, the tunnel system <laughs> is the big swirly vortex. And, uh, there's a tunnel system on the Paragon side and a tunnel system on the rogue side. The uh, Paragon Roots connects a significant number of places, actually. We've got Atlas Park, Imperial City, uh, Underground Imperial, Talos, First Ward, Night Ward, Founders Falls, Paragon Island, Firebase Zulu, and Dark Astoria. Um, really sure to switch schooler to fly. I mean, technically, <laughs> I guess I could fly. <laughs> I've got the jetpack. It's just, you know, you have slower. <laughs> we'll put him there and flying while I read and we can see how far off coast off course he goes. So on the Rogue Island side, the tunnel system, and it is an acronym. I forgot to write down what it stands for, but it's silly. There's um Mercy Island, Imperial City, Underground Imperial, Capo Diablo, First Ward, Night Ward, Nerva, Granville, and Dark Astoria. Um here we go. Thank you for the follow, Beta968. Really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Welcome to the party. <laughs> so here is the tunnel on the uh, Paragon, on the, uh, not Paragon side, on the hero side. As you can see, it takes you to all of these wonderful places. If I may add. Oh, actually, I can't, you can do, go between the two, Capo, Cap, and anyways, go ahead, Blit, go ahead. The tunnel system stands for the Trans-Universal Networking Nexus and Extra-Dimensional Link was introduced in I-23 and uh, the Carnival of Light opened it. So they wanted to intertwine Primal Earth and Pretoria. So we have the Carnies to thank. Carnies are awesome. Right. They're just, you know, indisputable. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have, what do we have? Oh, the oh, long range I... teleporter. Go ahead. Yeah. Did you see Dithox's note? In I did chat? not. So okay. uh, Dithox says, says they I actually. I think it's what you're about to address. 
Oh, go ahead. Uh, he says they actually removed the pocket DVIP teleporter power, replaced it with the long range teleport accolade power, or upgraded it depending on perspective. I say upgrade. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I, I don't like that it's on the same cooldown as all the other long range teleports, but I can't remember what's before or not, honestly. And I was, um, I, I, I knew it had disappeared and I hadn't, you know, double checked to see why. <laughs> but as Dithox says, yes, it is right here in the long range teleporter. Uh, long range teleport. You've got, uh, it's really tiny on the screen, but yeah, we've got Pocket D inside Paragon City. It has all of the different um, zones that you have unlocked. So this isn't like a free pass to just go anywhere. It's something that you have to earn or you have to buy from P2W. So you can earn it by collecting all of the navigation badges for one zone. So like if you go through Alice Park and you do the circuit and you hit up all those exploration badges, then it'll unlock the long range teleporter. Once you have it unlocked, if you go to any single navigation or sorry, exploration badge. Any single one on any map, it'll unlock the whole zone for your travel. Um, so it, I mean, it, yeah, it's fantastic. You know, it used to be you had to go hit all of them for like the beacons for your SG bases and stuff. And uh, now um, it's, you know, I mean, it's just so much easier to only have to hit one in each zone. Um, so that's very handy. And uh, let's see, long range, boop. Um, I've got most of them unlocked. I thought. Sorry. So we have destinations in the Shadow Shard, destinations in Pretoria, all of the uh, city zones in the Rogue Isles, Baragon City, and uh, Bakadi, like I thought I mentioned. Um, the uh, yes, long range teleporter is unique to Homecoming. As a Kyle had asked. I think that's all you need to know about long range teleporters, how to get them and how to use them. <laughs> um, next up we have, oh, probably, I think, possibly the current most used mode of transportation, the Ouroboros portal. Um, Often so or used and so so pretty. <laughs> right? The Oro Portal is really great because boom, it's a quick, very quick transport, obviously. It um, has no cooldown. You can just do it over and over and over again. Or at least it has a very short cooldown. Sorry. It has a two-minute cooldown. <laughs> so um the Oro Portal, once you get here to Ouroboros, uh, which you have to have... You, somebody has to have opened a portal to get you here to be able to get the badge, the Keeper of the Secret, to come to Ouroboros. Or there is a, a sneak uh, to get there through um, one of the Echoes. Um, but once you get in, um, anytime you teleport here, you can open up this quick teleport that will take you to Atlas Park, Talos, Independence Port, Founders, Peregrine, Cap, 
Sharkhead, Nerva, St. Marshall, and Granville. Um, and they're really, really common places to go, which is why you see so many Oro teleporters open up all over the place. <laughs> and hello, Tetsujin. <laughs> hey, welcome. Like you said, that was How Kyle in the chat. <laughs> cool to see you. Along for the the navigation ride. <laughs> Now, Ouroboros used to be locked. You had to be level 14 to be able to get in, and I don't think that's true anymore, right? It's been, yeah, you can be, I think you can be level one now, and somebody can click on a portal. Um, yeah, that people drop them in Atlas Park all the time. You're yeah. in the in the center, the main area where people gather the peach pit, I call it. So, uh, yeah, super, super common. And once you are here in Ouroboros, <laughs> you have access to... Pink. The other portal back here, which is the Echo, which will take you to the Echo Zones, Echo of the Rickety Crash Site, Echo Dark Astoria, Echo Fault Line, Galaxy City, and Atlas Park. And of course, there's the um, the uh, crystals that will let you zip oop, to all sorts of missions, the flashbacks. Um, <clears throat> which is kind of a roundabout way because you can teleport to the contact, but it's kind of a pain in the butt because you got to accept the mission and then teleport to the contact and then drop the mission. Or you know, so unless you actually want to run the content, the uh, pillar isn't really a great way to travel. <laughs> Did you mention that you can um, often use it as a quick travel for uh, the public transportation missions? I did not. That's very true. It counts the Ouroboros portal, the one out here at least, does count as like a train station or whatever. So if you have a mission that says access public transportation, then that will work. Um, I can't it's recall board if the... Transit. Board transit, right. I can't recall if the, um, if the tunnel works like that or not. I know the ferries do, and the, obviously the trains do, the monorails do. I think I the tried. tunnel does. Yeah, Rich says not always, but usually. That's true. It's not cool. every time, but most of the time it does. And it's cool if everybody is <clears throat> has been separated across going to the base to level up or going to here to get this or going there, you know, pocket D to do that. Mm -hmm. um, if everybody's going from Ouroboros and everybody returns, the mission can be turned in easily without, you know, anything weird going on. Very cool. Real Smooth says... Or Ouroboros is how I pronounce it incorrectly. We all have our own way of pronouncing it incorrectly. Oro, I say Ouroboros or Oro Portal. Ouroboros. Chooch likes to mix it up. <laughs> yeah, I like to say Ouroboros just to be goofy. <laughs> but I normally yeah, say Ouroboros. Did you read Dithox? No, I did not. Once you're exposed to time travel, that's when you unlock your Oro Portal back on live. I often unlocked it doing the mission arc to unlock the science origin merchant in Brickstown. <laughs> thanks for thanks for telling us how you pronounce it, Rich. He just said, I, I say Ouroboros, but it's not like, <laughs> there's no phonetic. It's just like, it's going to be exactly as I read it. So all of you are saying it correctly by pronouncing it Ouroboros, so good news. <laughs> um, yeah, and the Echo Zones. Yes, Kyle mentions the Echo Zones. Hey, Grab, how are you doing? <laughs> awesome. So uh, another one that some people may not be familiar with 
is the actual LFG tab, the looking for group tab. Uh, you know, normally we do this when we want to start up a task force or a trial. Uh, we've got these story arcs, but what you can actually do is you can pick any of these places, any of these actual contacts. So like say Barracuda, and if you click them, you click lock the event to your group. And then if you queue, it'll actually transport you directly to that contact. If you're in a team, it's going to take everybody. They all have to accept it, you know? <laughs> and, uh, but as a solo player, you don't actually have to start the task force. It's just a really quick way to get go straight to that zone, to that contact. Um, and like I said, I'll compile a list. I've got a big list. I actually did create a master-like spreadsheet. It's this monster super wide, and it's got every zone, and it's like you're here, and you want to go there, and then it says, you know, what are all the options? I'm trying to figure out a way to make it pretty, and, you know, I was going to try to, like, overlay it on a lap or uh, a map or something. Um, <laughs> but lists are cool, too. That's helpful. So um, the available, uh, you can actually get around a lot of different zones. Uh, Brickstown, Cap, Cascade, Archipelago, Cimarora, Croatoa, Firebase, Zulu, Founders Fall, Granville, Independenceport, Richty War Zone, Sharkhead, Skyway, St. Marshall, Still Canyon, Striga, Talos, and the Chantry. Um, the uh, downside is it only has the contacts name, so you know you have to know that to get to uh, Richty War Zone, you got to pick Lady Grey. Or, you know, to get to Steel Canyon, you got to pick Positron, um, which is where the list comes in handy. <laughs> True. Bopper CUH says, I like doing it before getting invited to an ITF. ITP via LFG first, then ask for the team invite. Yeah, it's a mm. great way to do it. Yeah, that's, that's a heck of a zone to get to otherwise. <laughs> a similar option is the find contact window. The find contact has <clears throat> uh, contacts in First Ward, the Midnight Mansion, Night Ward, Brickty War Zone, Steel Canyon, and Peregrine. And um, you just select the contact and click, boom, and you teleport to them. It, this is, it's not a one-time only thing, but if you actually interact with the contact, now you know them and it won't teleport you anymore. <laughs> so... It's not used a whole lot, but uh, it is convenient for a few places. Do, do, do. Not sure. Okay, we're on time. We're good on time. <laughs> oh, thank you, Rich. Uh -huh. Oh, gift sub for Chooch. <laughs> Trauma Train gifted a sub. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. That means you. Now I can use the emotes on my other account. I know. Right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only bummer about making this separate account is that, like, we share it. And so, like, neither one of us, like, yeah. <laughs> I can cone people. So, uh, next up is actually Pocket D. I'm going to do the long-range teleporter and travel to the Pocket D. Zoom. It's as simple as that. <laughs> so, Pocket D actually connects a significant number of zones. You see, once you're inside the Pocket D here, 
there are actually, you can go to all of these different places. There's a little secret hidden room that gets you to Imperial City. And there's the, uh, the villain side and the hero side. If you are a pure hero, you can't go to the villain places and vice versa. But if you're, you know, a rogue or a vigilante, you can go to any of the places you want to. Um, transfer points points on the hero side, there's King's Row, Faultline, Talos, and Founders. On the villain side, it goes to Port Oaks, Sharkhead, and St. Marshall. And for Praetorians, it goes to Imperial City. And uh, I'm not going to travel there, but... Um, and of course, everybody knows that within Pocket D, you've got uh, Null the Gull that can change your power things. There's an uh, architecture entertainment. There's an arena. There's, you know, a P2W. All sorts of great stuff always happening in the D. Of course, there's always a dance party. We love the D. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, Similar to Pocket D, there is the Paragon Dance Party, which was actually a precursor to Pocket D before the D existed. Um, and the Paragon Dance Party uh, is a uh, hero side only because it was pre pre villains. Uh, you can get there through Talos Island, Independence Port, and Steel Canyon. Um, and obviously, you can use this this as a gateway to get you know, right travel through to the different places. So you can be you know in Port Oaks enter the pocket D through the little truck box truck and then travel through and exit into King's row or whatever. So, um, it's not very popular because the other options are just quicker. You know, you don't have to do a lot of running. <laughs> They're pretty much just direct teleports. Uh, but you can, if you need to, if you need to connect, uh, but so yeah, Paragon dance party, um, is actually just this big warehouse with the party going on, it connects those three zones. And it was, um, if I remember right or right, it was actually an accident that got put in and people found it and started going. And so they left it in. And then once they created Pocket D, they took it completely out again. And uh, when the code was released, they saw that it was still in there and they, boom, Homecoming and uh, all the other I-24 servers enabled it so we can all go to the dance party. Um, pretty much no, never, ever, ever anybody there. <laughs> but, you know, got some Welcome to Black Pebble. Welcome to our podcast. Uh, they say originally, uh, a trivia, originally the portal to Pretoria was in the bathroom until it was pointed out. It's a bit of a letdown. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Timber says... Timberwolf says, now I'm just picturing a happening scene at the Dev Lounge in Faultline. That'd be a sight to see. Hey, Taxi, <laughs> welcome. Welcome, Ooh. Raiders. Oh, Taxi. Now, if y'all want to talk about a streamer that I love to watch, she streams City of Heroes. She just finished up, and she streams a lot of other fun stuff, like uh, Valheim and Path of Exile. She's literally one of my favorite streamers to watch. I can't recommend her enough. Thank you so much 100%. for the raid. Yeah, How was welcome. it? I saw she was, when I was watching earlier, she was building a kinetic um, mastermind. So I'm really interested to see how that worked out for her. Fun. Dollhouse. Hey, doll. How are you, my love? Uh, she says, <laughs> the D is where all the cool fire farmers hang. That is the truth. Oh, yes, an yes. empath mastermind. That's right. We were talking about kinetics, but yeah, it was an empath totally. <laughs> you know my brain taxi. <laughs> Fun. I've got uh, my uh, 
Creaky Deacon is a demon slash empath mastermind. He's a lot of fun to play. Uh-oh. Dithok made a clip and went to... Sorry. Went to post a link and it did not work. Aww. Allow. <laughs> we have a... Yeah, anybody that wants to make Does a... Does it allow or permit? Maybe it's permit. Us, that'd be really fun. Maybe it's permit. Permit. Yeah. Now you can put it in Dithok. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's uh, Pocket D and... Paragon Dance Party. Next up is the Midnighters Club, which is an interesting, uh, interesting place. The Midnighters Club, there are actually uh, entrances to it, usually near the universities. There's one, there's a uh, location in Simrora. On the hero side, there's Steel Canyon, Croatoa, and Founders Falls. And on the villain side, there's Capo Diablo. Um, the, uh, I don't think I'm going to bother going there. But, um, <laughs> but so yeah, this is also a unique one where you have to get permission to go there first. And so there's, um, which is actually really simple. You just got to go to talk to a contact. and <laughs> Or you can, right, teleport through that looking for group, or not looking for group, sorry. Um through the fine contact, the uh, the flame um, is actually fireballs in the Midnighter Mansion. Um, and so once you enter the mansion from any of those locations, each one has a crystal that'll take you to the other locations. And it's most commonly really just to get to Cimarora. Um It's the main way to get there. Don't really use it as a pass through to other places unless you're doing missions there. You're following Fireball's missions or whatever. Similarly, oh, uh, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to mention the exploration badge that gives you. Mm, yeah. That as well as of issue twenty third. I'm sorry, twenty third. The issue twenty three, the Midnight Squad badge and access to the Midnighter Club is awarded to characters earning the House Hunter exploration badge in the Night Ward which is inside of the big mansion. So if you go to the Night Ward, you go to the big Midnighter Mansion and just inside the door in the Arcane Quarter neighborhood is the House Hunter badge. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, that should give you the Midnight Squad access, the Midnighter Club access as well without running the Montague chain. But Montague's chain is so quick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Very cool. Rich says, go Capo Devils. <laughs> <laughs> and it has a fun scavenger hunt. Very true. Once you unlock Simorari, you can just LFG to time zero. Look at his planet. Nice. Welcome to the chat, Marcolna. That's how you sneak in. <laughs> uh, let's see. So we're actually almost done. So uh, similar to Midnighter's Club, there's a Vanguard base, which... Not very many people really use unless you're going there for to get the uh, expiration badge um, <laughs> where you're doing a mission chain. Um, mm -hmm. So the, there's a Vanguard base in the Rickety War Zone, and it has exits to, on the hero side, Atlas Park, Founders Falls, and Peregrine. Uh, there's Vanguard base locations. And in Villain, you got Cap, St. Marshall, and Granville. So you can hit up those places, head into the Vanguard base, and get to the Rickety War Zone. 
uh, quickly. And uh, the last one I have on here is the Auction House Teleporters, which um, are really confusing. They don't work. I don't think they work the same as they used to. So you used to be able to buy, you go up to an auction house and for uh, they're under the menu fixed prices. You could buy a token for 10,000 influence or infamy and it uh, instantly teleports you back to that auction house. It was the single use. So you could only ever have one at a time. And once you used it, it disappeared, but then boom, you can get another one. And it had a 30 minute cooldown. And I went to try to go buy one and it, there wasn't any options for it. And I happened to find tokens in the, in the actual auction house for sale. <laughs> For ridiculous mm -hmm. amounts of influence, like millions of influence. And so, um, if anybody has more details on what happened to the auction house teleporters, please let me know. But it's very confusing. So it's different then than the one that was unlocked from the day job? The Yeah, like, yeah you could actually just buy a token and then be teleported. Uh, uh, Dithox says they remove it in the travel power update. It was bugged and never worked. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that makes sense. That would, yeah. So maybe people are just using it to transfer uh, influence right. from characters. But I remember way back, I remember so buying a token back in the day, I swear. Back in the when it was day. Live. Back in my day, <laughs> used to buy a token <laughs> for a penny. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do love those stories. My mom would tell us the stories about growing up as a kid and that, you know, she would get a quarter for her allowance. And with that quarter, her and her brother, he'd have his quarter. They, what do they, she said they would go and they would buy a comic book and a cheeseburger <laughs> and a movie ticket. <laughs> and then had, you know, like she knew there was... X pieces of candy that were the right size or whatever. And that was like their Saturday on a quarter. Those were the days. Get off my lawn. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there's the auction house teleporters. There's a few other that I haven't mentioned that are really, really specific. Like um, in the Chantry, uh, there's, we call them the cornucopias. And then there, there are these real wispy, teleportation things, but they're just point to point across the chantry. So if you're on one end, you can hit it and it takes you back to the other end. Or our other Cornucopias. favorite. Yeah. That's what you're calling it when we're on the podcast. That's not what we call it when we're playing. <laughs> That's what I call those. Oh, okay. Well, you're missing part of the conversation. Now, like, there's the other big doors. <laughs> there's the sphincters. Right, right. The apertures. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> and the other really uh, cool thing that we rediscovered when we were traveling through uh, the Chantry, these, you know, insanely long when you're going to the Storm Palace and it, like, takes forever to travel out there, is that um, where you zone in and there's, like, a, a, a base portal and then all those other portals, if you're way on the other side, you can just drop off the rock, fall, plummet, and then boom, you appear right at the entry. So mm -hmm. that's the best quick travel <laughs> that exists. <laughs> um, 
I was glad to see that that still worked when we did that task force last weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh, and I did not mention, but it's really obvious, the supergroup bases uh, have teleporters. Then, so there are, um, um, sorry. Uh, it used to be, like I mentioned, that you had to go and unlock all the beacons and then you're able to put them in your base, but now you get them for free. So any base, you can set up teleporters to every zone in the game. And um, yeah, and there is a really great uh, kind of, not network, but basically people have created some public bases and uh, people call them travel hubs. And um, those travel hubs people have already set up all of those things and they usually have like a trainer and like a nurse and you know like so those common vendors basically um i'm trying to remember which server i'm on right now i think i'm on you're on everlasting everlasting so i will take you oh that's right this was the place that i was quote unquote hiding at uh last episode is zone 888 so you whop up here enter a passcode the uh, passcode is zone-888. And this is just a public base. Boop. That takes you to every single zone in the game. And then you've got all of your little vendors here. You do some quick training up. Oh, I love the TARDIS. Alev Point. Where does that go? Ooh. We're in the heart of the TARDIS. Um, <laughs> very cool. Very well done. So there's a number of these. Um, I'll post them in the patch notes. Basically, every shard, Everlasting Excelsior, Nominal Reunion, and Torchbearer, each have at least one. Everlasting has, um, I believe there's three. Um, boop. Is, uh, I think this will take me right back to pocket D. Dahl says, I think there's a zone 888 on all the servers. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty smart, yeah. That's always my go-to on Everlasting. I love my favorite on... Um, which server is it? My favorite on Indomitable is the Tiki. Um, Tour-5307 is a, a Tiki-themed quick travel. A booster rocket. Oh, wow. So this is Rocket 10094. So these are really cool. Like I said, I'll put a um, I'll put a, a link in the show notes to these uh, quick travel. So if you have this, you know, you don't really need your own base because you have all of the amenities and you can get around wherever you want to. So those are base teleports, base portals. And that is all of the travel options. Anything I forgot? Anything I left out? Please let me know. Well, um, I don't. Did you mention that um, it's possible to that you don't need to go to the auction house anymore? Uh, that True. You can now anywhere. Bopper Coh points it out. Um, yes. That that's something that that going to Wentworths isn't something that you necessarily mm-hmm. have to do anymore. If you're outside of your SG base, if you are outside of a mission door then you can just type slash ah and it pulls up the auction house wherever you are it is so convenient i regularly store um inspirations in there that i you know need between 
between missions or whatever, or if my ass wipes out and I need to go back in, then I can just on the way back pull up Auction House, pull out what I need. It's a little faster for me than mail. I know a lot of people do that with the mail system as well. And then you've got it, you know, across all of your account characters. It's not just that one that can access the Auction House, but it's just a faster on the fly thing for me. It's really great. <clears throat> Kyle says Everlasting has a ton of cool bases. They really do. Did you cover the PVP travel hubs, Dithok asked? Um, you know, I had them in my notes where I did not. I know I didn't. Um, there is no PVP. PVP is a lie, Rich says. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm um, so, yeah, I was looking for the, I don't know where it happened. I know I had had, had um, this whole section on it, um, which is fairly brief, actually. But so they call them, what do they call it? Free, free fire, free fire transport or something but basically yeah um just put in bloody bay sirens call warburg and recluse's victory um that there's basically it's um free fire transport and the black helicopter yeah so a lot of the pvp zones were only available through black helicopters you go up and click it you go to a single zone um like sirens call but they linked them all so basically you can click this one thing and then boom it pops up the three different ones and um obviously if you're a villain and you're clicking on it from a hero zone it does not take you to the hero base it takes you to the villain base and vice versa so <laughs> they don't let you cross the streams <laughs> um and trauma train rich mentions pvp zones are level locked you have to satisfy the minimum level to get into the zone yeah Yes. Bopper COH says many PVPers have moved to Excelsior. Eight versus eight stayed on Indom. Free fire transport cool. and the black helicopter. Yes, the black helicopter. Yeah, we we are going to do a future episode specifically about PVP and the different yeah. types because there are a few different ways that you can do the PVP. So that is a topic. And you know what? We haven't selected uh, anything for the next week, I don't think. We have... Um, We've been wanting to do one on uh, the the mods, so COH Modder and Vidiot Maps, mm-hmm. and Vidiot Maps yeah. was actually going to be a part of the whole travel thing because it is a significant tool for traveling. Um, but so maybe that'll be what's next week, or you know, it could be something else. Who knows? <laughs> I'm going to do week a week after next. <laughs> week after next, right? I always do that. We know this. And thank you, everybody in the chat. We have so many people, um, uh, you know, responding and giving answers and correcting me when I get so many things wrong. Um, <laughs> absolutely love that. So thank much you easier very than much. having to write feedback and then we have to read it in the next episode. Right. It's so immediate. <laughs> Really appreciate all of you guys coming out and following and subscribing. It just means so much to us, you guys. You don't even know. For real. Really appreciate you guys. Ooh, homemade chicken noodle soup. We're all going to dolls for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm going to roll the post credits. Thank you so much again. We will catch you in two weeks for our next. And of course, we'll catch you in about two minutes on Viv stream. Wear sunblock. So yeah. Good hunting heroes. Good hunting. (laughs) This podcast, its hosts and websites are not in any way affiliated with NCSoft, Cryptic Studios, or Homecoming servers. All views expressed are solely of the hosts and their guests. 
This podcast is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, share-alike license, which is explained in detail at cohpodcast.com. Good hunting, heroes.